Hello and welcome to episode number 221 of the Apex Physiology Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be continuing with the self-development series. So the first one aired about four weeks ago, talking about perception. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about having a vision. Um, It's going to be a practical episode. So basically, if you're someone who is really intent on um, developing themselves this year and and pushing forward, make sure you grab yourself a pad and uh, paper, uh, sorry, a pad and pen, and uh, you can answer the questions as you go along and jot down your thoughts. So this is one of those podcasts which you want to do almost like an exercise where you can pause it go back to it, write down your uh, answers, restart, and then go back and forward. So it's like a uh, your own little mini consultation session. Um, the reason for doing this is that these are the things that I think about on a daily basis. And I'm always asking myself these questions uh, and making sure I reflect on, on how I can improve. I just thought it'd be really cool for people to have a free resource where they can um, they can do this themselves. Um, if you're listening to this, you more than likely are accustomed to the, the these type of exercises. If you're already in the self-development realm and wanting to improve, I'm sure you've done this before. And if you haven't, it's uh, it can be quite profound in what it does to your your um, awareness of things. So if you um, if you, if this is the first time you'll be doing such things, um, it really does help get a lot of clarity in a lot of different areas. So I'm just going to begin by recapping on the first episode, which was perception and protecting what you consume. And I really do think that um, we have to be very, very mindful of what we let our uh, what we let ourselves see and, and consume on a daily basis, and how it shapes our reality. And I think this is a lot more subtle than people assume. Um, it's not just like you know, don't watch the news or don't do this, but it's such things as like you know, who we follow on social media, what TV programs we watch, what kind of ideas we put into our head. Because it's funny how, like, from speaking to patients and clients, they can sometimes have, like, a fearful or morbid outlook on the world. And then I'll ask them what they're watching, and it's all, like, murder mysteries or, you know, things that are a lot of violence, murder, and... and, and um, a bleak look uh, outlook on things and even though we just think this is entertainment I really really do believe that um, you do have to be mindful about what you choose to consume in your leisure time and um, and how that um, basically affects uh, our perceptions of the world because I do believe that like people have when when people have a positive outlook on things they believe more is achievable and this is I think one of um, Carol Dweck's theories about learned helplessness and I think that if you have a bleak outlook on the world it's like having learned helplessness which basically means I'm not going to try because there's no point because everything's doom and gloom and it's really not it's totally down to your perception that we don't you know whatever the news or world is trying to tell you is not the case people will always thrive based on how they view things and it's totally down to your perception and not down to the external uh, and what's going on with around you there's always opportunity and um, times to grow regardless of what's going on so with vision um what is what do i mean by vision well if anybody is familiar or heard of mr arnold schwarzenegger he talked about vision quite a lot and, and have a clear vision And I want to start by differentiating the difference between having a vision and having a goal because they are two different things. Goals are very um, like binary as in like this is um, you will achieve this. I want to earn £100,000 a year. I want to be 10% body fat. I want to run a 10k in um, half an hour or whatever. That's pretty quick actually. But um, um, 
but yeah, the, the goals which can be measured. Visions are different to goals because visions is is how you see things and how uh, and what type of life you lead and person you become. It's a very very different thing because anybody who has achieved a goal knows that goals don't really make you happy. Like you know, for, just it's the pursuit of the goal which is probably the most rewarding thing. Um, but nothing really does change. You know, in certain cases, you know, if it's finances and so forth, yeah, there is going to be a positive uh, repercussions from achieving it. But essentially, it's just something to keep you occupied. So visions is more who you become as a person and what life you lead. A goal is more something that you achieve at one one time period. So it's a different thing because if you, again, want to say, I want to earn seven figures a year, I want to become a millionaire, that's a goal. But if you become an absolute arsehole in doing so, that's not really the point of having the vision of who you become because a vision is is basically how you conduct yourself what type of person you are what how do you react to things and so things so this is this is again and it is directly from what arnold schwarzenegger says is that focus on who you become so who and what are you become not what do you have and what you what have you achieved you know because it, it's again it's all well and good to have you know fancy cars and and and, and everything like that and and um, things that give us status but it's more about who you are in the process and how you react to things and that is a a very very potent thing because that's going to give you a lot more self-fulfillment than anything that's fleeting so it's it's how you develop internally and in your relationship with yourself and and knowing that you've <clears throat> knowing that you've improved um on on work by working on yourself rather than focusing on things that is just for other people to see so you have a better status so it's focusing about who you are as a person and not as much as about what you have and and there's there's a very very um useful way of doing this and I, and I think that um it it helps you again reflect and and realize your strengths and weaknesses which is how do you react to certain situations and and how do you um how do you react um with not confrontation but in in when put around certain people how do you react when you walk in your door and see your spouse in the evening how do you react with your kids how do you react in um you know email interact reactions and um, interactions sorry and it's it gives you an idea of of the gap or void in in whether you're going in the right direction is that did you handle that in the right way did you handle that in the most calm professional um you know polite way or something that was applicable or are you still quite far away from that because you still don't have control of your emotions and you still don't have that self-confidence and able to you know not not confront people but be able to confront people with confidence to know that you can um improve in the situation or get through the situation and the, the person that you are is is something that is a vision that you need to create it's like when somebody so say for example you're in a setting with some colleagues and somebody starts talking negatively about some uh, somebody or something that they've seen it becomes easy to jump on the bandwagon and say yeah and look at this guy look at this guy and and spread that negativity but do you have that power to either divert the conversation you know just not say anything at all or be able to defend that person and move on because you basically don't want to um don't want to encourage anything which is which has a negative impact and and the the way you can do this is is think about situations that you're in on a daily basis and we know we can we can always analyze and look at our own performance so how do we perform in work and how do we perform and so forth 
but sometimes reflect on how you perform in, in certain social situations and, and seeing did you do things with the with the most amount of integrity that you'd want. So has your response reflected the person that you are? And it's going to be a reflection of your own maturity. It's going to be a reflection of your own um, experiences. And the, the more that we do this, we'll get in touch with that person that we want to be. Because many people will be familiar with the quote, it was like, how we do anything is how we do everything and so forth. And it's very true. And, it, you know, it, does, it doesn't matter if your you know, business is thriving and so and other areas is, is going in the right direction, is that we have to look at acro- that across the board overall conduct. So are we happy with the, with the way we are and the way we conduct things? And it can be for the smallest things from like, you know, being in traffic and, and the way you affect if somebody cuts you up or there's, you know, there's road rage and not reacting. It can be not being snappy with people, especially your kids and especially with your loved ones and um, just thinking before you speak having having that moment to think well I'm not going to say that because of the repercussions and the the vision of who you want to be is is more is, is I think it's more important to think about conduct mannerisms and what would this person do today what does their day look like how do they interact with people I think that's just as important as the the goals we set on a daily basis with you know again with financial or or physical and so forth because if like I said at the beginning if you know you 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 go and you achieve all your goals but you're not the person that you want to be it doesn't really mean a lot because your relationship with yourself isn't going to be the best so what I want to do now is go into a um, like question. So this is where you can write down and pause the podcast at different at different times. And um, it's just to get you to reflect. So it's a self-reflection questions uh, and it'll give you an idea of, of where you are, what you um, where you want to be and how far you are from being that person. So each time I ask the question, just um, pause the podcast, have a think about things and then make some notes and it doesn't matter if it's a couple of minutes, it doesn't matter if it's half an hour until you play the next question, but really do reflect on this because it can be a, uh, it can really tell you a lot about um, certain aspects of your life and what you need to do. So number one, on a scale of one to five, um, how far away are you from being the person that you want to be? Now, this is in lots of different areas, obviously, and you you can make subcategories. So you could be, you know, this could be physical, it could be financial, it could be spiritual, it could be with the relationships and so forth. Um, one would be very far away. Five would be I am that person right now. So subcategories if you want, but just scale it. And if you want to do it from one to 10, because you feel like it's it's hard to kind of get a figure between one and five and so forth, just give you a scale, whether it's a percentage, one to five, one to 10, whichever it is. But just think, are you close to being that person that you want to be? Are you close to being that, uh, the, the idol that the younger you would look at and think, oh my God, I'm so happy to be that person, um, you know, the way they are, the way they conduct themselves and what they do. So think about first, we just want to quantify with this vision of who you want to be, how far away are you from that right now? So if you have paused there and then moved on to the next one, this is question number two, which is, do you actually have a clear idea of who you want to become? So is this something that you, you've actually ever thought about? So one of the things that, that, um, that is so easy to do these days is that we can write down goals, we can write down affirmations, write down everything we want to achieve, and that's all well and good. But do we actually have a clear idea of who you want to become? 
so it's it's that thinking about it like what am i going to do because i i do this because i have a commute to work in the morning which is about 45 minute drive and more often than that i'd say about 80 percent of the time probably even more i'll um, i'll be just driving in complete silence and this is these are the things i'll think about and it is very difficult to stay on the one on one thought at one time so actually keep your focus but when you can keep your focus and really lock in it's it's amazing about how clear this this vision can become but if you think about this is is if we if we're constantly on our phones if we're listening to music if we're doing all these things we'd get distracted and we never actually think about this concept at all so having that clear idea of who you want to become and if you're not sure and you think well that's a bit vague i don't really understand that but think of it like this what are the three to five words that you'd want others to describe you? So how would you like to be described? You know, what are the adjectives that could basically, if someone said, oh, you know, describe this person in, in three to five words, what would you want them to say? You know, what would they say now? And, and what is the difference between the two of those things? And I know it's very much, well, we're, we're, this is kind of thinking about what other people think of us and, and externally rather than internally. But ultimately, what you radiate is the impression that people will get of you. So if, if people do think, oh, well, you know, um, this person is X, Y, Z. Um, if you be that more often, you're more likely to get described like that. So do you have that crystal clear vision so first of all it's a yes or no question are you clear on which per- on the person you want to become and why and if so what are the three to five words you want others to describe you okay so number three based on where you want to be are your current habits going to contribute to this so Again, when we say habits, yep, yeah, this is food. Yeah, it's it's prepping food. It's um, it's you know putting money away in savings. It's going to the gym. It's 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 self development and so forth in terms of like making time. But which of these habits that you're doing on a regular basis, which one of these are, are working for you, and which ones are working against you? So if you look at all these habits and how you spend your day, and you analyze them and just assess, and you could just put like a green, uh, you know, green marker, red marker, or a tick or a cross, it doesn't really matter. Just think of ones that if you carry on doing them, these will eventually have a compound interest effect where this is going to really help you and will help you to continue in the direction you're going, and which ones are going against you. So really useful for this is obviously the simple one is look at your screen time. Where are you, you know, what are you spending your time on with your apps? You know, look at your finances, what, what are you spending your money on? You know, are you putting money away? Are you spending it on things that you don't need to? It's not just the, the you know, the, the, the stuff with electronics as well, but just think about how are you spending your time and how and which, con, which habits are going to lead to either more things in the past and uh, to more things that will help you um, work towards your goal in the future and things which is just killing time and you're actually, when you could have been doing something useful, you've just been idling. And again, it's it can sound a bit intense and people might be thinking, you know, I, I, you know sometimes I do just want to relax, leave me alone and I, I totally get that. Um, but I think that time is so precious and we can do so much more with it than we think. We, we, we have so much more time than we actually think and we only think we don't because we're constantly bombarded with information. We're constantly bombarded with notifications which distract us. And the only thing that robs us of, of time is distraction. But we actually have loads of it which we can, we can use very, very simply to, to contribute massively towards our future. And I always say, like as a personal trainer and, you know, a therapist, whichever, you know, do you have 10 minutes a day to sit and look at an anatomy book and make a few notes on some form of structure? Do 
you have 10 minutes a day to write something, just simple as it is, just put something up on social media. Do you have 10 minutes a day just to look at your client list and just text people to say, hi, how are you doing? Is there anything I can help to uh, help you with? Just things that like make people feel special and make people feel relevant. And the reality is, is that in one hour a day, one hour of just set focus and real intent, you could get through so much work which would positively build your business and move you through than, than you could possibly imagine. You do that five times a week over the course of a year, your business is going to grow. So think about your current habits. What's working for you? What's working against you? Is this going to get you closer to the vision of the person that you want to become? So this takes you to question four, which is pretty simple. It moves on from question three and um, quite nicely, which is what are you doing well and what do you need to change? So it's it's the same thing is that you've got these things that are working for you. It's a very, very similar question in that sense. But what do you do really well and what do you need to enhance uh, and what do you need to change or completely eradicate and think of it like that. So when you if, if you noticed dead time in your day, so if you notice certain periods of your day where your focus is poor and you don't know what to do and you feel like you're flicking from your phone to your iPad to your laptop and, you, and you're not actually doing anything, you're looking for something to do, that's when you need to act and think about how you can change that for a positive. And I'll, and I'll, I'll give just use myself as an example and it's actually worked really, really well is in the morning, I like to get up early or I try to get up early when I'm not in um, doing a busy clinic day and um on the days where I theoretically work from home or work on my online and the education business, um, I get up early, but I have this mid gap or this midpoint in the day, where, uh, in the morning, where I, um, I'll have a little bit more time where I'll look for things to do. Now, what I'm trying to do is stay away from technology as, as early as possible. So, for the first one to two hours of the day, not go on a laptop, not go on a, um, a phone, or not go on an iPad. But then it, you get, I get to a point where I think, well, what do you do with that time? And yes, you can meditate. Yes, you can do X, Y, Z. But I realize that one of the one of the most useful things I can actually do in that time is cook. So, cook meals for the week. You know, freeze them. You know, cook breakfast. Cook tomorrow's meals. And that means that later in the day, I don't have to worry about cooking for my wife or my daughter because it's already been done in the morning and it's actually really useful so it's a habit where you go oh right well this is this is very very useful um, and I've maximized the time where otherwise I was actually just trying to find things that I was doing so I was trying to make myself busy when in reality I, I didn't have that productivity mindset so analysis of what you do well and when you work well is really important and it has been on the human lab and I remember him saying that our brain works in different ways at different times of the day and if you do certain tasks at a certain time and certain tasks at others that it works differently and it works better for people I can't remember which way around it is you'll probably be able to YouTube it but um, I, I, I totally believe this in some format but with what works for you don't ever try and force creativity. Don't ever try and force um, productivity in a certain way, but give yourself the best chance by making sure you work within your strengths. For me, for whatever reason, my retention really improves after five o'clock. So that's when I'll study. I'll study muscles, I'll study concepts after five o'clock. Um, I find that if I have any tasks that need to do so, admin tasks, emailing people, uh, any type of financial work, that for me needs to be done ASAP in the morning, as soon as, uh, as about nine o'clock, as soon as I start my working day, so that gets done first. So the, 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 the stuff with deadlines needs to be done 
as soon as possible. But again, the podcast isn't necessarily about time management, but it's looking at what are you doing well and what do you need to change. And the reason for this is that if you have this vision of who you want to be and what you want to do, these are the things that are going to contribute and help you build that vision from the inside out. Because our visions are basically what we can create in, internally, so that's the, the believe it, um, whatever you can believe you can achieve, that type of thing. But that's only going to come into fruition if our habits and the way we conduct ourselves is in congruency with that. So think about what you do well, what do you need to change, and if there's times where you don't feel like you're maximizing a certain point of your day, then that's when you need to um, think about what other tasks you could do, but tasks which are positive, which are going to help you further in life. So obviously, you know, having all your meals cooked uh, and ready for the next week is, is massively beneficial, so doing that at a certain time is, is, is good. So final question, number five, and it's a little bit similar to the one about perception, but again, write this down because it will be very important. But who or what brings the best and worst out in you and how can you control that? And this is very, very much about, um, very, very much about um, understanding how you react to a certain network, understanding whether you are a sheep or whether you can um, stand up and not defend yourself or anything like that, but whether your personality is strong enough to work against other people's or whether you just go with the flow and whether the crowd that you're in brings out positive or or negative aspects of of who you want to be. Um, and again, it's not one of those ones which is like, well, you know, just don't hang around with those people or, you know, quit your job because the people you're around. But I really do think that our, our vision of who we want to be massively, massively depends on our capabilities to handle ourselves in social situations or the most minute tiny situation so again I always say like you know you could have someone who says a life coach going about positivity going about meditation and spirituality if that person was in traffic and someone didn't let them in they started swearing at them or you know something happened the, the most minute infinitesimal things that don't really mean anything in the long term I think it's judging people's reactions by that and their ability to control emotions in that which really does indicate how well somebody is in tune with themselves and can control how they feel. And this like self-mastery, which obviously sounds quite intense, but it's true, this self-mastery of yourself is something we all need to work on and think, well, how would that person react? You know, if they have to have a difficult conversation, can they do it clearly? Can they do it with confidence? Can they do it and in, in speak in a certain way? And it takes practice and it takes just mental practice, so doing it in your head, but it also takes physical practice by going out and do it. So it's how you can handle yourself and thinking about, who is it that brings the best best in you? Hang around them for sure. Or what is it that you do or what um, what habit is it that brings out the best in you? And likewise, the worst. And it's not, again, eradicating the worst because we can't always do that, but it's being able to manage it and at least have the capability to work around it and put a positive on it, which is a skill. And if you can't do it immediately, visualizing the person that can do it and the visualizing the person that you want to be um, is is massively useful. So I'm going to stop the podcast there just because um, I, I don't want to dwell with these. I want them to be short, precise and useful. I want these to be like exercises that you can do in a half an hour gap or an hour gap from work and really um, lock yourself into getting some answers, getting some clarity and building towards a better future for yourself. 
Um, if you if you do do this and you found it useful and you want to share, feel free to obviously share the podcast on social media. Um, give it a like or review on Spotify, iTunes is massively appreciated. If you want to get in touch, just to tell me that you did this and if and how you found it and how you got on, you can always DM me on Instagram or you can email me Chris at apxed.com. Um, we're currently in February, so we're in the middle of February. We're going to be doing. I'm going to be doing one um, of these podcasts each month for the uh, for the rest of 2024. So there's loads more to come in this series. Uh, any feedback on anything that you found useful would be great. Uh, in terms of live events, um, just fresh from the. Uh, workshop the maximizing your movement patterns workshop that was at the training club in Sunderland that was a wonderful bunch of co- coaches who are, are really did appreciate everyone who came to that because it was a lot of fun the next outing is the 23rd and 24th of March in uh, Train Urban in uh, Manchester City Centre and um, the Saturday is going to be a squat mechanics day and Sunday is going to be a shoulder mechanics day those days are for anybody who um, you know if you've ever watching your client squat and you're thinking I'm not sure what's going on or they get knee pain they get back pain they get the squat pattern just looks horrendous that's what the squat day is going to be about the shoulder day is going to be pretty immense because it's, it's going to basically teach you how to get your clients to feel their lats and chest and why so i know i said shoulder mechanics was basically why people don't feel the chest why don't they don't feel the lats um, and why it can be very frustrating doing those exercises the typical exercise in the gym and you don't get anywhere with them so it's all going to be all the secrets and how to figure that out there's no secrets it's just anatomy but yeah you can get the weekend ticket for 200 pound or you can do a day ticket for 125 each next intake of the apex mentorship um, the new 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 look version probably 78 of the mentorship is going to be out in april um, I'm, I'm I'm very excited about this one because you'll see in the way I've done it. But I'm, this is the happiest I've been with it. And what I wanted to make sure is that people have support. They have um, ongoing support anytime with the mentorship. They've got all the content and they can really get the most out of it. I've chopped and changed it a lot, but I don't care because I do feel it's getting better with every version that's put out. So anyway, thank you for that. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.